Faisal was going to be here last week and last minute he decided to stand everybody up. He was like, oh, man, I've been like really away for so long. I thought I wanted to be here. No, I don't no, know, no. man. You know, it's just kind of I, I was so nice not having to worry about this kind of shit in my life. But and he canceled <laughs> out the last minute. He was like, fuck this shit. I practically had to guilt him into this one. Just, I'm totally kidding. This is all bogus. This is for fun. I'm roasting Faisal right now because I've been gone for so long. No. <laughs> Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, your dedicated and trusted Ashes of Creation podcast. Join us as we share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in the hearts of those long left to cinder. I'm your host, Simorg, joined today by our returning Pathfinders. Let's welcome back all of them, starting with Daedalus, your Ashen Herald. Hello, everyone. Also, welcome back everyone's favorite cult leader, Armored Cell. Hello, hello. And... The cozy, ever absent Faisal of the Sands. Welcome in, Faisal. Greetings. Yes. <laughs> Look, before we dig in on this one, everybody, uh, you know, I want to give a big shout out to the home of this podcast, which is asheshq.com, the community curated website for all things Ashes of Creation. Um, yeah. Also, a shout out to all the Imperial Flames, which are the supporters here on Twitch over at YouTube. Thank you so much for keeping this community's flames bolstering at greater week after week. Speaking of the show, if you'd like to show us some love, you can go over to our pin post over on Twitter at Ashes Pathfinder on Twitter. Right there at the top, you see all the podcast places. And um, yeah, go give us uh, five stars over on iTunes specifically. Would love to get more reviews over on iTunes and uh, leave a comment. And if you do, we'll leave it, uh, read it here live on the show um also i kind of decided that at, at a benchmark of 100 um comments and start ratings or whatever that i'd actually if it is somehow met before alpha 2 one of the alpha 2 keys that we do have to give away will be for when we hit that milestone because that's a really big one for the show and i feel like that's a that's a really good way to you know help to bolster us there and reward the community with uh access to the game in alpha 2 but um yeah, uh, speaking of all the things on the table, we had a developer live stream last Friday. And today you're joining us for episode 210, Tank Triage. I thought triage was a good way to go about talking about this because there might be some injuries involved, everybody, but we'll talk about what kind of injuries we might be uh, discussing here shortly. In Discord, just a moment ago, in the Ashes discussion channel over there at Samorg, uh, discord.gg forward slash Samorg, I dropped in some stuff that we're going to be talking about here on the show. So uh, shout out to Armored Cell, who's here with us, to uh, talk about that in, the, in a little while here. We'll kind of talk about what is there to look at. Also, I'm going to link in chat for you all before we get caught up here with the show members and see what they've been up to. I'm going to link this in chat so you've got it as well. And this is what we're going to be going off of today. That is the development update. Shout out to uh, Skylark the Botanist for getting that developer uh, development stream outlined for us on Ashes HQ. Gentlemen, why don't we go down the list, see how y'all been doing since last time. We'll save Faisal for last, not only because he's on the end, but because of the fact that he might have more to fill us in on potentially. Daedalus, what have you been up to since last time, man? Uh, not a lot. I did a community night where I... Uh, played and i used the term played loosely smite uh with all y'all um 
got the frotane this weekend as you might notice and also yeah. <laughs> um, i watched avatar way of the water today i was in imax 3d yeah how uh, was it so it was it was really good yeah was, i've heard that definitely yeah it, it is i i mean the first avatar was fantastic this is like this is a whole nother level. I mean, oh, okay. I would say the beginning was a little predictable. Like I knew what was going to happen kind of like just without even knowing. And, but once it got rolling, I mean, it was, it was really, it was really well-written. Okay. I would say, and well-acted as well. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. 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 What about you? Uh, culty, culty boo, uh, armor cell. Uh, I, I also joined you guys on yes, the, you uh, did. Night. that was a bit of, uh, it's not really my game. I, <laughs> yeah. I gave it a shot. And uh, my God, I have now made a new hatred for Ymir. Ymir, yeah. Ymir is spawn of Satan, I swear to <laughs> I, that, that dude just yeah. destroyed me. Absolutely destroyed me. I, yeah. I don't like that at all. Yeah, one of the tanky, tank, tank style gods in uh, the Battleground of the Gods MOBA smite. Yeah, it was, uh, I, I definitely could tell that you were like, <laughs> you were like, you were like, oh my God, I'm getting dunked on what the hell is my life right now. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much me the entire time. Like literally, <laughs> I would walk out, take two steps, and you're like, no, dude, don't go there. Mm, done. <laughs> Rip the dream. <laughs> yeah, your man was choking me a little bit, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, he was, he dude, was, he was, like, was freezing. Good. Yeah, he was locking it down, but there were some definitely, we went up against uh, some some pretty skilled players, though, which was, I, I had fun. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a great, great community night, but uh, it was good, because that was the first time, like, I've probably done anything with you, Armored Soul, in ages. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, no, nah, yeah. probably the first time, because, once again, it's very early in Saturday morning. I normally sleep on Saturday morning. But... It's true. I know. You, like, got up really early for the development live stream, and it was, like, delayed by, like, two hours or three hours or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm like, okay, I'm going to sleep for another hour. Oh, yeah, man. That's all I'm going to do. That's, yeah, like, for me. I know. What about you, Faisal? It's been a couple months now since we've seen you. Yeah. Yeah. I've like... been disconnected. Um... Uh, like I've been disconnected. I did not have any internet nor a signal mm-hmm. to talk to anyone for oh, wow. a month and a half. <laughs> Dang, you were gone, gone, huh? Yeah, uh, I was mm-hmm. uh, working in rally the car, so it was it was basically a, a race throughout the desert. Cool. Um, from the north, south, east, west, west coast to the east coast. Of Saudi okay. Arabia. All right. So okay. I traveled mm-hmm. from city to city and we went to the empty quarter, which is basically legit empty, where we ran out of water at some point. Oh, no, <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. So See, you talk about the desert being a great place. What? You know, I enjoyed it. <laughs> you're like, you're like, P.S. You can run out of effing water. <laughs> you know what I'm just like. Mm. Hey, I'm used to it. The end. <laughs> He's like a camel. He has like somewhere where he keeps like extra like fluids just in case he runs out of exactly. water. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to ask about that, but uh, and, and and camel milk is really great. Just so you know. <laughs> uh, that's that sounds uh, I'll take your word for it. I don't know. It's something about the. Never mind. Yeah. I, look. 
you know, I want to let everybody know, too, just in case y'all didn't know this. Faisal was going to be here last week and last minute he decided to stand everybody up. He was like, oh, man, I've been like really away for so long. I thought I wanted to be here. No, I don't no, know, no. man. You know, it's just kind of I, I was so nice not having to worry about this kind of shit in my life. But and he canceled out the last minute. He was like, fuck this shit. I practically had to guilt him into this one. Just, I'm totally kidding. This is all bogus. This is for fun. I'm roasting Faisal right now because we've been gone for so long. No, <laughs> it's not Dark Overlord stuff. That's just I, I, I you know wanted to come the last Faisal time because that's what Dark Overlord. <laughs> no, do, it's okay? not. That's not what that is. Okay, that's just uh, camaraderie. I giving got your, your back, Habibi. You know that, right? <laughs> My man. <laughs> No, yeah, but it's good to see you, Faisal. It is, man. It's good to have you back, dude. Um, all, all, all jokes aside. Jeez, gentlemen. I mean, just what to confirm yeah. one thing. Though. <laughs> yeah, the last time I wasn't here is because the day before I did the coffee tasting. Yeah, I don't drink coffee, so I was up until like five a.m. in the morning. Yeah, so I didn't have any sleep. So was, when I came to the yeah. like. An hour before the podcast, I just, I just couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> could, I wonder if we could call that like coffee hungover. Does that work? No. I think, yeah, you could call that. Yeah. It's like call I couldn't sleep. over instead of a, a high over. over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's, that's the secret. Just yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Like my night was fun. We had that on Friday after the Ashes post show. And, um, I, I had a lot of laughs at Steven's expense, um, but we, there you go. Roasting Faisal. God, I'm going to treasure that clip. Oh, I'm so glad I haven't done the, the montage of Faisal stuff yet. Cause I've got to go through and get all the clips to do it. You know what I'm saying? But now I'm getting more Faisal clips. So I'm going to even have better things to utilize when I make that finally in my abundant spare time. I've been writing my first novel and uh, it's coming along. Good, man. I got my bearing down as a writer. It's like vibing good. You know, I'm slowly chipping away at the chapters. Um, I'm not going to be as active for a while in terms of like my regular streams and stuff because I've had to kind of reel that back. Um, Cause like right now I'm pretty much, I'm, it's, I'm all about that and like pretty much nothing else. So I do the podcast, hang out with community nights sometimes and until about March, that's pretty much how it's going to be. So I'm I'm kind of chilling and just doing the Ashes stuff, podcast stuff, kicking it in Discord, playing some games when I can. But mostly I'm I'm like in that world like it was real right now. But I am happy with it and figuring out all the things that I've got to do as a as a writer self-publishing. So, um, but here we are for tank triage, friends. Why triage? Because there might be some wounded uh pride feelings egos um might be some uh you know on both sides i would say um i would say some some people out there who watched the live stream have in my opinion vastly over uh overreacted uh, but i'd also say that i felt like with this last live stream that the devs weren't uh, you know they were very underprepared and it was uh, it was a little discouraging and it was a bit of a buzzkill. Uh, but like I said, I had a lot of laughs at Steven's expense, including him ninja looting. He ninja looted. He got wrecked. Right. Uh, he used uh, commands to save himself. And um, yeah, uh, but there was like 
a lot of positives and negatives to this one. And I guess, like I said, I've already linked it to everybody in chat. It's pinned right there in the chat. You can check it out. There's all of the development stuff outlined in, in written format. And we'll be going over that. But before we just go over that, we're going to just jump in and quite literally all of us talk about like our big takeaways, our thoughts um, in no particular order. Feel free to jump in, gentlemen. What were you thinking about it? Um, I'm going to kind of agree with you in terms of the the perception of how the stream was organized specifically on the tank like showcase. Uh, it just didn't seem like the prior showcase where it was it felt like a little more it wasn't really paced well I guess and there was kind of a balance that there's always been like a fine line that Stephen walks in presenting with like tomfoolery and presenting information and I felt like this was definitely more on the silly side and it it, it didn't for me hit the mark um, I do feel like there was a recovery that happened with their second VOD that they put on YouTube and that hit the mark for me. So I think it got the information out. There was still some level of um, some level of information sharing um, in addition to just having fun, like what I would, what, what I would normally expect from a stream, but I would, I would agree with you that uh, like super like negative toxic reaction. I don't really get. Um, because there was a very quick recovery from that, knowing and recognizing and being self-aware that, hey, this wasn't exactly up to what we would normally want to do. Uh, but I uh, I do agree that it wasn't the best showcase they've done. Yeah, other thoughts, takeaways, gentlemen. We got the footage on stream right now going to showcasing. This footage, by the way, is their video posted on YouTube. So this is not the one that was there live. This was the one that we re-recorded and they posted for uh, people to be able to, yeah, to kind of like get an idea about the tank. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. But going ahead and jump on in, gents. Yeah, so the stream, like once again, I've, I enjoyed the stream. I felt like it was a bit lacking in the information that I was looking for about the tanks because of it, once again, it did feel a bit rushed. But I also agree, like I don't understand why people like this criticism and then there's like this blatant attacks like you just chill down a little bit like it's not like you can give criticisms and I, hopefully they'll fix it without attacking them and like getting yourself banned from the discord for example like if you're getting banned from discord i feel like you're being a bit too heavy-handed on the insults and not really giving the correct feedback um and say that though, the, the new video that they brought out Great. It's it, in the very first like five minutes. They go through all the skills. They go through like what they what they do, the courage mechanic. Like they they listened and they really updated. You didn't like. I don't think we've ever needed to attack them to for them to listen to our words, right? Like that's just part of feedback. Like if you give them feedback, they'll they normally listen to the feedback and act upon it. It's not like you need to attack them in order. It's not they're not listen. They, they they listen like right um that's just my takeaway from it like i don't understand why there was so many so like i understand like there was some negative i did feel a bit rushed um but i don't see why people need to be overly aggressive on the on that front like 
That's that's my opinion. Like, I don't know about you guys, but that's that's yeah. how I feel. I'm gonna save my perspective for shortly, but yeah, going ahead, uh, Basil. Um, where should I start with this one? I mean, it's. I'm gonna start with the naming and I'll go on words from there. Sure. They did call this the tank preview. Um, I think they've chosen the wrong name for the video or That's for fair. for the for that particular live stream. Now, I'm not going to say that it was not entertaining. It was, but um for a technical preview that people are very used to like i'm just gonna just like describe describe other video games in general usually when they do a an update that introduces a new character or changes the ability of a character they usually do a technical review now in that technical review they show off all the abilities they used to do that they used to do that they already did that with the archer for example Mm -hmm. It was very scripted. They showed off the abilities. Each one explained them. They showed off a little bit of the environment and some of the monsters along the way. And that was that. But with this one, it's a lot different. Uh, I mean, uh, most people are very used to the other one um, rather than this one. This one is a lot different because they did... they gave information but it wasn't quite enough it wasn't quite enough at all because they only showed some of the abilities they explain uh, a lot of things um and i think um and i think when they were trying to explain what they were doing it, like the gameplay was hindered along the way so we couldn't really understand or gather enough data mm-hmm. that was presented yeah i definitely think that's a good perspective i mean there was you know i you know i'm not gonna like sit here and pretend like there weren't things i thought could have been different or better you know but i think to start yeah. out by prefacing that like that i think that there are some some over overly exaggerated sort of reactions like or like over um i don't know no it's a little I'd, little little bit much i feel like i'm not saying that i think that I mean, it feels like over it de- definitely <clears throat> feels like it's overcompensating in my opinion yeah. it's like and, and i didn't mean to interrupt Faisal, but i, I mm, felt yeah. like this thought needed to be heard around the fact that people love clickbait and they love toxicity in order yeah. to get views. Yeah. And I'm sorry. Yes, this wasn't an ideal stream. Agree there was issues yeah. with the audio, with the pacing and so on. And the the fact that it didn't feel as organized as the past, but that's mm-hmm. that's just one moment that was quickly addressed with a follow-up video that if you haven't seen it i would recommend seeing it before you pass judgment on the quality of the stream oh but but here's the thing davis you can pass judgment it's not like i'm not i'm not saying you're unable to change your view but 
let's say that I've only seen the live stream, I'm able to pass judgment on that live stream. Yeah, mm. it's true. Yeah, you, you're not wrong. Yeah, it's so fair. I'm I'm not saying that they shouldn't see the the new video that they posted, which I think it's really excellent because it it, mm-hmm. it really gave the information that everybody uh, wanted. Yeah. Um. But I think people were very used to a certain standard in terms of giving information. Yeah. And not yeah. just Ashes. I'm talking about every other video game. So when they saw this, they were just, what is this? Mm-hmm. That's, that's, I think that's where a lot of, or a lot of new people are coming from. I think most of the people that um, have been in this journey for six years, they either got like, um, I wouldn't necessarily say mad, but they, they saw it as bad. And yeah. they just put out their criticisms and just moved on as usual. But when it came to new people, that's where you're going to see a lot of, as you said, clickbait and being pissed off. <laughs> yeah, I think to like re- to reiterate upon that point specifically about the new people, uh, that was like one of like the arguing points that I think Stephen had that probably didn't really land very well was to say like I'm going in here doing this for people that are kind of newer. And I'm thinking, yeah, you probably don't want that to be like the impression you give people that are newer, getting kind of wrecked, not really being able to hold aggro because their first impression is likely going to be a character that's a tank isn't really (laughs) holding aggro, isn't doing anything either. You're really bad at this, your own game, or the tank doesn't work and you're trying to make it work and you're just getting wrecked. So, you know, doesn't mean that's my perspective, but that's easily an assumption that some brand new person who'd never seen the games and come and see and be like, why would I, why would I want to get on board for this game? Like I can know better than that. We can know better than that here in this round table. Um, but that's not really gonna really land for some brand new person. Who's like, so what's this game? Ash It's a creation I've heard about. I jump in, I look at it. The developer doesn't seem like he's doing very good. He's joking about, he's getting wrecked. It seems last minute, uh, own communities kind of, there's, there's a lot of things, right? So, from a from the perspective of preparation, that's my main complaint, right? Because my main complaint is is this this was a stream that ahead of time, this is my constructive criticism right here. Okay, um, I can be understanding. I'm not going to white knight it. Like if I've got constructive criticism, I'm going to share it. Here's my constructive criticism: you spent a lot of time hyping people up about this preview. That was very evident on social media and the discord, even the previous streams. Okay. Again, I I am a proponent in Trepid studio. I'm looking forward to the game. doesn't change that. But my constructive criticism is this, if you're doing that and then you come to the stream where you're going to show that off and it's not much of a showcase, you're getting wrecked. It looks really sloppy. It doesn't look like a lot was put into that. That's not a good look. Right. Yep. Um, that's the criticism. Um, when you did prepare yourself and re-recorded it, it was a lot easier to get, like it was a much better presentation. And if that had been there for the live stream instead, and you put a little bit of that effort into doing that, you wouldn't have gotten the reaction in my opinion that you, that you ended up getting. Right. So from my perspective, the criticism is probably don't do it as close to, to deadline you know, if it means you've got to put the time in the week ahead of time to do that, do it. 
make sure it's a good presentation and put the quality into that. If, if you're something that they also, again, and I'm going back to what they've stated, if I'm going, if you, if your reason for not sharing certain things or showcasing them is because you want to make sure it gets a quality showcase, which is something you've said in previous streams, then follow that own directive that you've outlined and ensure that you do that moving forward because that last one didn't meet your own standard per you. Um, and so that's like my constructive criticism. That's it. Um, I've got a lot of feedback about the the tank. Even, even watching the sloppy live stream, there were positive takeaways. Oh, 100%. 100%. Lots of positive yeah. takeaways. Yeah. I just want to put all the like, uh criticisms that Bad. i have at the very beginning <laughs> and that like yeah. I, I love a lot of things. yeah <laughs> i like to get the crud out there early so we can talk about all the good stuff that's kind of my thing right um mm -hmm. yeah it makes sense but but that's really my main thing that's that's the main criticism that's in fact really the criticism i've got for the live stream so there's that any other thoughts about anything I've said that we want to chat about? Because I'd, I'd like to get on to the other stuff because there's definitely some interesting perspectives. And I've also got, I, I guess I want to pose this other question. Do you think, based on what we've been seeing, that they could be guilty of scope creep at all? Real talk moment. Do you think that there's anything we've seen so far in the past several months that you feel like they could be guilty of scope creep? Like in what way? I guess I'm anyway. A little yeah, on. I, mean, can... I, I don't think so. I mean, okay. I haven't really seen anything. I think the fact that they're going in essentially like archetype by archetype and saying, hey, we got feedback in prior, you know, testing. We wanted to do another pass at that. I mean, I, I mean, and they talked about like there are different systems. I mean, it didn't feel like anything they hadn't talked about in the past or yeah. added on. I think maybe what some might be struggling with is the fact that they're kind of layering on now these other mechanics, like the, you know, the, the combo piece, like would they haven't really talked about that. And in, in prior to like, you know, a couple of live streams or so ago, um, the fact that they're adding like resources, which again, wasn't something they showed before. Yeah. just feels like, in my opinion, mm. feels like natural progression of their character design. Yeah. Um, but I haven't really seen anything that's like stuck in my mind is saying, oh yeah, that's scope creep. Yeah. I want to speak to that one point too, because I know I've seen people talking about things like conviction and what was the other, what was the tank version? It was, uh, courage. Thank you. Courage. courage. Like to say that that scope creep doesn't really vibe for me. Like you can't win with that argument because you don't, they even in alpha one said, this isn't reflective of the system because we haven't worked on it yet. So, you know, to go from alpha zero to alpha one, never hearing about that, and then then bring it up now, that just doesn't work for me because they already stated that they hadn't worked on their classes yet. So if that's coming up since alpha one, I, that to me is not a qualifier. Now you could go talk about like the, um, I don't know, was it surveying or something? And, mm -hmm. and, and things like that. I think you'd have a better argument potentially with something like that. Uh, again, better argument than you would with combat, right? I think. But the thing is, is like you got to really like pay very close attention to like what constitutes a scope creep, right? Just because you didn't hear about something 
like here's the thing you I, I, it's really hard for me to be able to say yes i believe they got anything that's scope creep at this point and that's not white knighting that's me going i don't work at the studio i don't know what's been on their agenda from the very beginning and when it got there and neither does anybody else so if they didn't bring something up previously does that mean that it's scope creep no it just means they didn't bring it up previously we don't know that um if they go saying something like uh, we're not going to do some of these things. And then we're like, oh, we're going to start doing these things now. Like maybe you can kind of start to argue that a little bit and say you weren't going to do this. And now you're saying you are. I don't know. I, but I mean, how do we constitute scope creep? And I think that's an important uh, question to was, sort of. I was, yeah. Like yeah. How, how are we going to define scope? Sco the thing that you were trying to say, scope, scope creep. creep. Yeah. Yeah. Scope creep. There we go. Um, is it is it minor changes? to to the system or are we making any an entire new system around it mm, yeah. now if if it's something like what is resources that they were trying to implement right uh, it's it's uh, technically it's just a bit of code uh, that they've entered and entered into a character that's able to be duplicated throughout all the other classes then just change the resources to a different uh thing or different value and i think that's just a like it's not a huge change or a huge like it's just a change or a minor change that they did and as Dalos was saying it increases the value of a character yeah i mean you have these you have these types of systems with uh other MMORPGs, for example, you always have the passives, uh, uh, the, the, the numbers that people don't really consider or like the main things that you see when you put in the point system for your character. It's the same thing. <laughs> um, so I don't really consider this to be sc scope creep. A scope creep to me is basically when they implement something that's huge, like oh, yeah, uh, they want to nowhere. Uh, put a new sky map all of a sudden and create an avian race that can fly throughout fucking ashes. That would be so, scope creep for real. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, if you want a definition of scope creep, just you know, hop over to Robert Space Industries website, you know, and check out Star Citizen because that's like the definition of scope creep. Yeah, that's um, good. Yeah. And and Faisal, you did, like took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, when we're talking about all the earlier tests, were not focused on class design. They were focused on other things. And now they talked about their thought process. I think it might have been a stream or two ago, but they start off with just taking a look at conceptually, like what they want the class fantasy to be. They translate that into skills, and then they start iterating on it. And so I don't feel like yep. they're going in and, and like if they had had like the tank class like set for like several months and then they, you know, pull a blizzard and change it completely yeah. in another. That's what I would consider a scope creep. Yeah, I would agree for them. Right. So, yeah, I I don't get the argument for scope creep here either. Um, right. It just it just seems silly. Yeah, it just seems mm -hmm. like you're grasping at straws to desperately try to find something toxic and clickbaity. Yeah, it, it, it's like as soon as it doesn't, as soon as it exceeds the expectation, they go straight to a scope creep. Like 
there's a new there's a new um like a new uh energy system for tech or something that's circuitry. And it's like, no, that might have been the part of the vision from the from the beginning. Like if you started like chanting about bloody having a monk in the game in Discord and all of a sudden they start adding a monk, right? That is mm-hmm. scope because it's not part of the original eight. Like when they're adding a new feature, like something as you were talking about, like the Sky Islands, like if they add something right. new that we know wasn't confirmed and wasn't even part of it, like that might be part of DLC or something later on. Sure. Mm-hmm. But like they mentioned that now, like since when is there a second map? Like this is not part of the agreed, like we didn't agree, not agree, but we didn't know about a second map. Um, that's uh, so as soon as it exceeds the expectation, people immediately go, Oh, this is Scope Like, I guarantee you, as soon as the husbandry system comes out and we find out how in depth it is, people are going to go, Oh, that's Scope Creek, that's that's too much. Because I, I, I still think it's going to be similar to art. People have argued that already, too, about that. I already think it's going to be like around the same level as art. Whereas, like, you can crossbreed different animals and stuff, and people are going to be like, whoa, 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 that's, yeah. that's too much. Yep. We can't handle this. Yeah. Like, you said this, though, and you're like, yeah, but just because they said this doesn't mean it disqualifies this new thing that they're showing you. It just means it's a new thing they're showing you. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I feel like conviction and courage is what the, like, conviction for cleric and courage would take yeah. is what is probably, like, the, the line that they want people to try and play off. So that way it's going to keep them within that tank realm and make them feel like they are a tank or they are a cleric. Like if you're constantly healing, constantly doing a bit of damage as a cleric, then you get that, that big powerful burst of energy, same tank, the courage. Like I feel like that that sort of uh, new energy system is meant to keep you in line with the fantasy of your character. I feel like that's what they're trying to go for with that. And I wouldn't be surprised there's one for each class. Yeah. Yeah. I, I sometimes actually, you know, when I hear some of the stuff people argue about, like I kind of have two points, right? I think there's, I, we were talking about this before we went live too. So I'm going to share some of that thoughts with everybody here. Like there's in my, in my opinion, there's creators and community members and people following the game that just find every little thing they don't like and get extremely toxic about it. And, you know, like when Margaret got her new position title or something, or when she talks about um, talking about the fact she like helped design something like, you know, it's these little things that, uh, you know, when when Steven gets wrecked or has used commands, it's like, okay, we give him a hard time about it. But like those things aren't like that big of a deal to me, really. They're not uncommon either, dude. Yeah, they're not uncommon (laughs) either. How many live streams have you watched, like Mm -hmm. developer live streams where that's happened? Yeah, or they're happy about something that they had a part in that came, you know, finally got created and they have a little bit of pride and it's like, you know, an exciting thing for them. And they're sharing that. Like these are, these are some of the things where I, I feel that there are certain, there's definitely people and they're, you're going to see this everywhere but they're going to get really vocal about it and toxic about it. And it's like, there's definitely some people that just need to, I don't know, maybe, maybe don't make ashes of creation. Everything you invest your livelihood in, 
You know, mm-hmm. like there is a world outside of video games. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you got to breathe. You got to like take care of yourself. You got to sleep. You got to. That's for me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, Basil, on the other hand, is sacrificing sleep to be a part of this. Do not so. hear the Dark Lord's whispers. <laughs> <laughs> There's only video games There's and video, video games, games alone. <laughs> Um, true story bro true story but it's like you know maybe maybe you're taking some things a little too seriously sometimes and a little too too heavily it's just it's it's kind of kind of nuts to me yeah that's some of that stuff we're we're, we're heavily invested in the game as well yeah i mean holy shit man like i'm probably i'm not i'm not saying this as a bragging point but I'm probably one of the most invested people in this game that is out there in the community, you know, financially time. And I'm not saying like that to elevate me, but it's a, it's a reality. Right. And and I'm just saying if, if, you know, maybe calm down a bit, dear Lord, man, it'll be okay. We're not there yet. Wait till you get there. And and someone said earlier, was it Daedalus? They're not blizzard. The game's not out. It's still in development too. We got some yeah, time, we're, we're, man. We haven't even hit Alpha Two yet. You know, chill. Take it down a notch, <laughs> fuck, bros. man. For real. Yeah. But uh, Dark Race and Chow brought up a point that is, I think, a good point too in regard to this. I don't think scope creep is really the thing. I, I think there's a, 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 a solid discussion point around maybe even sometimes trying to include a little much in the launch of the game that could potentially, you know, what I mean, like cause things to take longer i mean that's a that's a fair point that's a fair point uh but but at the same at same time i don't know man do i have my concerns that maybe we could have some things that you know maybe maybe i think there's someone even was like touting the idea of like someone needs to be someone needs to be accountable for that when they decided to move to unreal engine 5 that they actually were just restarting and break break you know having to start the game over again i'm like where are you getting that from that's a little far i think like you don't know that so there were a lot of positives to take away from this and let's uh talk about some of those the one hundred thousand potential alpha 2 purchases already oh my god is that like i i don't know that that's not true i mean i've heard that being like argued too and i'm like you know like it I think sometimes, again, people make up stuff. You got to be careful. People will lie, by the way, and say it's true and they've got sources when they don't because it gets you to be there. So Steven saying 100,000 Alpha 2, that's a lot. That is definitely a lot. Thoughts? I mean, I saw that. Oh no! Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm so sorry. That's that's gonna be a lot of loot to grab on the uh, on the opening day. I, I tell you what, we 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 gotta have a we gotta have a fun time on if there's a hundred k. I tell you what, it's not gonna be a dead game on Alpha Two. You you know, Stephen did say was it in Alpha One how many people had created accounts on their website was over a million. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. what ten percent of that? So I mean, is it possible? Yeah. It sounds pretty possible to me if some of those people were conversions over and that's not including the people that since that time, which was almost two years ago, right? Mm-hmm. When you mentioned that before alpha one, I'm probably getting close to that yeah. point. So, I mean, it's possible and it sounds viable. 10%. I mean, of the people, 
more than that now yeah okay i can get behind oh, that. yeah i mean especially in the last year like i think the hype train has been pretty Building. heavy in the last year so i can't i mean with, yeah. and then all the videos that you're kind of your lead respectable uh, oh, content creators are, are putting out there like lazy peon um, yeah true i mean he just like he puts so much time in that i just can't even imagine the amount of like work that he but he talks a little bit about like the amount of work that he does to put into that and it shows and it it provides you with a good overview and i'm sure like with as many followers as he has he's yeah, true. he's bringing a lot of people in so i think hundred thousand seems fair especially with one million registered accounts and frankly i mean the mmo genre right now is garbage like literal garbage everything yeah. that i've played lately i just it doesn't capture my attention yeah i am feel you feel um, you on that and and you have many developers who are like oh you know it's not the same old you know what and it ends up being the same old you know what uh when you get up in there and so i just yeah, i don't even want to engage like somebody tells me what i'm playing lately it's never an mmo and it's not gonna yeah. be an mmo for a while i'm there with you ashes comes out or or i'm like going in there doing some testing so, um, mm -hmm. so like mm -hmm. to, to, apparently that's like triple the number that i'm expecting do you reckon that would ever stop the upper two sales no i doubt it just i mean it's a there. persistent world so i'm yeah they're gonna want to get as many people in there as possible gives them gives them an idea of what they need to prepare for too so i mean yeah i don't think so Servers are gonna burn, baby. Burn. Yeah. Well, also, you know, the one thing that I, in my mind I think about when I think about like how's how's Alpha Two gonna help you prepare for the launch of the game? You're gonna get some of the same type of user slash player behavior, minus the fact it's gonna be behind a paywall for Alpha Two. Beta is probably gonna give you more of one, which is gonna be all right. People that want to get in and check it out, you're gonna have the peak at the beginning, and it's gonna slowly drop down as people are like, okay, this is like the norm. You're going to get that again in beta. Beta is going to give you an even bigger snapshot of that, right? Because um, there's going to be, a, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're going to, I mean, number one, the buy-in was a lot lower for beta. Number two, sure. they're going to give, there's going to be tons of beta keys give, given away. Not in, not in, for promo purposes. I'm thinking there's going to be beta slinging all over the place. Plus the fact that content creators who are in the program are going to have beta keys to give away. Like I expect that hands down, like take it to the bank. Um, so yeah, there's going to be like a massive population to help them plan even further. Um, but, but when to speculate, we're going to see alpha two. I don't know, man. I know selfishly people are like, Sim, don't say it. I hope it's a little while longer. It doesn't mean I want to wait for the game. Like I'm looking forward to it. I'm with Daedalus. I'm playing like God of War, looking forward to Hogwarts Legacy. I'm writing a book. I play MOBAs and stuff, you know, easy to jump into. It doesn't require as much from me. Um, I'm definitely sort of saving saving it for, for Ashes, but yeah, 100K is a lot. Yes. And did you guys, did you guys enjoy the animations? Um, I still think that I feel like they got to work on those a bit, but some of them did feel like they've been uh, fleshed out a bit. It was very clear that the devs have iterated on some of that. I don't know that I feel that it's there. I do feel like, and I saw that in chat from Narrower, the effects. I did notice one thing that I thought was very impressive with the effects. And it was 
Yeah. Usually when the spell effects are all happening, it, it's hard to know what you're seeing because it's usually just a bright mess. And mm-hmm. granted, there were only four of them. Even with four in like the Elder Scrolls Online, for example, when you're running in a dungeon with four people, which is a party size in there, you're running, uh, or is it? Yeah, it's four. You, you're running through and you're dropping all your effects at the same time. And it's just this like bright mess. When they were running and all of their effects were going at the same time, this was the first time I've watched the the archetypes uh, casting together and noticed something different. And it was that I could actually place the different effects that were present without it being like a blurry mess. And I actually felt like I could tell which skill effect that was being displayed in that, you know, mesh of skills at the same time was who. And it, and it didn't like, didn't overwhelm each other. So I think it was the complement of the different colors that there was going on there. So I'm curious where they're going with that. It definitely felt way better in that regard. But effect in, effects, but in regard to like the animations, I'm still kind of like out on that. What about you guys? Did you not notice the small little details that they added with the basic attacks? I, I noticed some details. Yeah, I think. With Did the you not see the puff of dust flow, like oh. just float in the air after each hit? Awesome. I it's mean, reference, it, man. Is that a reference <laughs> to getting dusted? Is that what that was, Faisal? No, I was gonna say no. the 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 grass as well. The grass, yeah. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't pay as much attention. You got to appreciate that. the Zelda grass, hmm? The Zelda grass. No, I did see people say like uh, you get rupees and stuff out of it. Oh, I didn't see that too. Oh my <laughs> like, god, the rupees. Oh my god, dude. What what do you guys think though about the animations? I guess. I mean, I thought they were. I mean, that they thought they were good i mean obviously yeah they're gonna need polish but i think exactly as you said it didn't feel like a hot mess when they were doing the effects and it it almost felt like in a way um and this is not like a disparaging comment i actually kind of liked it it felt like almost like anime in nature um and i actually didn't mind it because i'm not like huge on anime but i did like the like the way it worked where it was there was some sense of flair but it wasn't too flashy whereas like i feel like if i look at like say apoc that was like man that was a little much kind of but now i feel like they've they're starting to find that balance because i still like remember some other games where like you get on a tank for example and the, the tank animations and or effects are lackluster compared to other classes that are maybe more conducive to that i kind of felt like what they did do with the abilities that they did have animated i think it was a step in the right direction not necessarily like all the way there but it felt like it felt good to kind of see that they're trying to strike a balance between like you know causing me a seizure and then it just being bland as all get out mm. I didn't actually see what you meant about the anime style until you were you brought that up, and I was looking at the uh, I was looking at the skill effects when you said that, and I was like, oh, I do see it in like the I do see it a little bit now. That could be it. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think we should. <laughs> I th- I think they should add indicators on the ground 
or when they do like uh, AOEs or uh, certain abilities. Do you know? Do you know when you like when you battle an NPC and it shows you the marking on the ground when it does oh, a certain the template? Move? Yeah, yeah, the template, template. Yeah. exactly. I think they should add a couple of them to certain abilities so people just understand where they where it's going. should be standing or what, what's going to happen. I feel like they do know with the cleric, like the hammer, but we don't see it here because we're not the cleric. Yeah. The, the, the cleric is fine. I've seen a lot of the AOEs have those templates, but I'm talking about like the tank and the fighter. You don't have any at all. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Like you're thinking with the big hammer coming down, like maybe showing where that's yeah. gonna hit. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, I mean the UI changes were really big too. Like with the quest uh, map, that one was mm -hmm. big to me. I was like, oh my god, that looks so much better than Alpha One was. Like way better. Um, it was 100%. like almost ranked in like rarity, right? You had your like gray quest down below, and you had your like you know almost like a rare epic sort of like uncommon sort yeah. of style. Um, that was interesting. And yeah, I know people were, uh, even, even when I was doing the post show, they were complaining about the, the name, like the nameplate color with the enemy, yeah. but the, but all the GMs, they've always had like orange nameplates in the game. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what that was. Cause usually we're like, what, when we're at a party, it's like green, right? Green. Yeah. yeah I mean, they addressed yeah. it a little yeah. later that this was, you know, there's definitely a revamp plan for that. Yeah, true, true. Um, yeah. Well, that's going to be adjustable anyway in settings. So, like, that's why I'm not yeah. totally... Like, I agree. But at the same time, I know it's going, it can it's going to be changing. So that's why I'm not really putting any yeah. feedback into that. Um, like, why, why get feedback on things that haven't even been iterated upon yet? Like, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. That's sort of why view on it. But I do like the, uh, the snappiness of the hammer. The sword was a bit meh, but the, the hammer I do, I, I enjoyed. Mm -hmm. I like a big hammer too, so that was kind of nice to see with the big shield. That was mm -hmm. that was tasty, because like that... that Yeah, that felt satisfying. Yeah, that great. was very pally to me. I was like, mmm, that's like paladin power right there. That's I would rock that. I would rock that in the game on a paladin, right? I was like, oh... Oh, so nice too. Feels like I can be the glorious light bringer that I want to be. What you want to say something to that, don't you guys? No, no, actually, I don't. I was actually going to nice. comment on the UI being very oh, clean. Okay. Um, I really liked it. Like even before they started getting into it, I was like just looking at the UI as they were talk as Steven started talking. I'm like, yeah, wow. Just like again, coming from where they started to where they are now, you definitely see the progression. Like I think one of the, my biggest issues is having such a cluttered quest log. And it felt like that was pretty well organized. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I think the different colors were, were helpful. And yeah, plus same. like all of the elements were more minimal in nature. It wasn't like these, you know, a lot of windows that you had to necessarily manage. It was all very clean. Mm -hmm. Um. I want to talk about this point. So Armored Cell, if you go to the Ashes discussion in our Discord, what I mentioned previously, um, there were some some images in there. And I know it could be a little hard to see, but like Armored Cell, you want to share those since you were the one to catch them for us? Because that was a good find. Yeah, God damn, man. Like, I didn't realize I had changed the videos. So I went through the, the YouTube video twice. Then I went through the VOD twice. Mm -hmm. And then I had to go through Sims VOD. 
actually find the original uh, live stream because they had changed the videos and I didn't realize right. it. So after after that 45 minutes to an hour, I finally found the the coding that I need, not, not coding, but the um, the menus that they brought yeah, up. Command. The first image that, the first uh, command they brought up was like all these um, like GM commands, right? But one of the there's one image, like one line of text in there that was uh, very common to me for the first image, and that was um, so that you can search by different things like um, mm. uh, by item, by yep. class, but there's one by search by faith, yep. which means that there's multiple faiths in the game already that you can search through. It doesn't say which faiths there. No, it does say you can um, search by um, by the prefixes of faith, yeah, which is big for me because it mm. means that the already worked on yep. faith to a degree um yep. which maybe that might be instead of religion it's faith but yeah that was that was big for me because i was like when is when is that happening when when is the religion just showing yeah Come on, I need it. yeah um then the second image there was uh two narratives it was um it says narrative sa uh zero one pristine s which i think is essence and then there's narrative SA01 Fool's Gold. So I think these are like two quest lines. But the fact that of pristine essence makes me once again excited for more because uh essence is meant to be like a non-tangible thing. I don't think you can mm -hmm. actually collect it as such. So pristine essence makes it sound like there's a is something that you have to go out and gather. It does. Yeah, and I mean and, the 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 thing that to the command it, it says asset registry get by faith yeah 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 so that's gonna be interesting I, i'm kind of want that seems like that could have to do with a lot of things then uh various mm -hmm. drops right so if you're searching yeah. by faith then that's like yeah you, you wouldn't need that unless that was a category of like variety of different things very very cool so, like, when we talk about, like, we don't know how far along they are, these yeah. are the things that really help me understand, like, how far they are, like, how far they are. Yeah. So the third image. The third image. Yeah. Looking at mounted, it. Mount grounded protectors. Oh, what? That sounds like, that sounds like barding. That's what that sounds like. That does that sound like, like barding for animals. And we've, when was the last time we heard anything about barding for um, mounts? Oh, not in a long time. Mm -hmm. Wow, dude. Yeah, that's a good find, homie. So uh, grounded that's protectors. what I was trying to look for. Because as soon as he brought that up, I was like, oh, I need to find it. I need to find it. And mm -hmm. they canceled the until I woke up the next day. Yeah, that's really, really good, homie. I've got the... They might have... Uh, they might have uh, deleted their VOD, but I just so happened to rip it right after they get done with their live stream. So I've totally got it. Yeah. So if I if you can if you can remember where it was at in their video, then I could probably go through and get a higher res uh yeah. cut of that for people to see. Oh uh do that. I'll share that to yeah. the stream. Yeah, yeah, whenever and all I mean today, tomorrow I can do it, totally cut that, throw it in there for the community to to see a clearer Sweet. version of. Mm-hmm. Other thoughts though, gentlemen? I know we kind of veered off a bit there, but yeah. That was that was a good find. The barding, though, yeah, because we haven't heard anything about that. Clearly, they've already got it in their registry. Yeah. Same for faith. Hmm. 
You know what my main takeaway was for the tank? What's that? Aside from the fact that, like, the, the icons for the skills looked much better than the ones we've been seeing previously, I gotta, I gotta admit, I'm much happier with these these skills for the tank than I was for Alpha 1. This was the predominant thing I brought up during the post-show when we were watching. I did not like the skills. I was much happier with the skills for Alpha 0 than I was in Alpha 1. Alpha 1, I hated the skills for the tank. They felt horrible to me. That is honest criticism. I have not shied from that. They weren't good. They weren't enjoyable. It didn't feel anything like I felt a future paladin or a tank could feel good, you know, to play. When I watched those and shout out again to Skylark, who, by the way, over on Ashes HQ, when you go read the dev outline, the skills are there listed. So guess what? I'm going to go put on the daggum take skill set soon. These abilities, grapple ability, inciting strike, trem tremoring below bellow, Aegis, Aegis ability, I forgot how you say that, grit, and shielded assault. Shielded assault was there. But some of these are much better when you look at the actual ability itself. The visual appearance, too, looks so much better. Like, I've, I was watching those skills, and I looked at, like, the, the Aegis one, and it looked really cool. And I looked at, like, Grit, the buff that they had on there, that it kind of made them look like there was, like, this sort of, like... I love that. Yeah, like, a, almost like a blue flame. Grit was my favorite thing. It looked like mm. a blue flame. Oh, my goodness. I mean, yeah, that was good. Right? I, I thought a Paladin, that would probably look like like yellow, light yellow or something. You know, so these skills actually felt like yeah. I could see the future augmentation with another archetype now. I mean, it depends on your faith, right? It depends on your faith. It could be red. Could it could be red? Could be a, yeah. a red flying or could yeah, could. A really, a really quick comment to Aegis. Mm -hmm. um, I think they should tweak the animation a bit. Um, it's cool and all, but yeah. I wish if they would just like add like bits of flares of red to it to indicate that it's basically working as intended. When you get hit by a oh. uh, an NPC, oh, that could be cool. That would actually look really cool. So at the standard, it's blue, but if you hit, it had like a different color coloring effect, like a like a flash or something, or like a yeah, yeah like a small flash to it. Or yeah. like a strokes of red, like yeah, anything works really. <laughs> yeah, or even like, would you you do you feel pretty good about it if like there was some sort of an indicator on the tank, since the since the damage is transferred to the tank? Well, I mean the inter, the buff or the debuff is gonna be there at the yeah, bottom left corners. So, but I want something that's visual or that that okay. I don't need to look at that buff, you know. <laughs> Yeah, like maybe maybe the shield itself when when it's being impacted, the shield like blinks and flashes like yeah with it. Yeah, that works. Yeah, I, I think that would be a cool effect too. Um yeah. I think like also just I like that ability in in principle as well because it did feel like something a tank would do. Yeah. Um as well. And granted I think it was much more evident like of the use case in the second video. Um, and actually there's some good commentary in chat as well, is that it 
may not be as much like something needed for the party unless it's like a specific type of fight where you have to soak. be behind the tank yeah. um, to soak. But I do see it if it's like you're doing like a couple of tanks. Like if you know one of the tanks is kind of getting low and the other tank is kind of fresh and ready, popping Aegis, you know, could really help turn the tide. So I, I, yeah. I was already seeing some things that they could do with these abilities, like in more like raid situations or group situations, I guess with eight people in a group, it, you could have definitely have the two tanks mm -hmm. um, as part of a dungeon run as well. Yeah, I definitely could see like a soak face situation or even when you got two tanks that are stacked and they just have to like, you know, alternate taunting kind of like back and forth. I could see that like being something that gets popped up. Like you see the, you know, you see the tank is like taking a bunch of damage or something like that. And you got to pop that up there. I mean, I could see it being a, a scenario where it sort of like mitigates damage or a soak phase uh, where people need to sort of like stack to, to sort of soak. And then you got like the, the healers going heavy on, you know, I'm thinking like, I, this was one of those things where I'm as a pally healer in World of Warcraft would be you do have your beacon on the tank and then they use something like that and then a lot of damage is redirected and now you're like healing the shit out of your beacon target you know through like AOE healing or something that redirects it to your beacon so you're kind of like I could see something like that which I personally really enjoyed the whole beacon thing with tanks and uh, as a paladin healer in World of Warcraft I felt like that was like a really fun unique sort of dynamic for paladins like they were great tank healers right because you beacon your tank and while you're doing group healing you're redirecting some of that a portion of that towards the the tank so to me i'm like oh that kind of is like a fun synergy sort of thing you know like you do some group healing you redirect your tank tanks sitting there you know taking some additional damage so you're doing so it could be really fun i could see that being a soak face thing anyway any other thoughts you guys have i nerd out on this stuff a little <laughs> Yeah, with the, with the giant shield, uh, try not to, if you're a tank, don't use that when there's an AOE, because if your friend, if your allies are going oh. standing in the AOE, that's their own fault. Yeah, you that's true. Take so much damage. I, I saw, I saw Stephen take so much damage when he did that. I know, dude. I was like, shoot. Yeah, there were, there were some moments, although there was one thing I was like, that they showcased. And I don't know if you all felt positive or negative about this, but it, it was clear that without the shield, he couldn't do certain things. And his threat was definitely not as effective. Right. Do you notice that until he got to the point where he got that item and then he was holding threat way better. Um, I, I did not notice that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially was during the live stream specifically, but he was like having some difficulties. And I know some of the criticism was like, um, people were talking about like, oh, shouldn't you, if you're going to show this off, like make sure you've got that stuff. I, I don't actually agree with that. I actually think it kind of was a beneficial inclusion to showcase that because you have the tank in two conditions. You had the tank in a condition where he didn't have certain equipment. So he was had limitations in his performance as a tank, which is going to be something you probably would expect in an MMORPG. And then you had where he was more equipped with certain gear and was able to perform better in the tank role. So I think that is actually important, but I don't uh, know if you have th thoughts about that. Yeah, I could see what he's trying to do, right? Yeah. Like he obviously made the drops of those creatures purposely drop the things that he needed. Yeah. So I was meant to show like progression of like a beginning tank to like an end tank where you got like more um, uh, aggro health on the tank. 
Um, but I feel like a lot of people just want to see how well the echo, how old True. like when they saw the tank failing to hold, it felt like the tank was failing to hold because of the tank, not because of the, of the items. That he exactly. Had. Exactly. But, but I feel like, so there was like two different views of the narrative yeah. where Eden was trying to show a progression where, and the, a lot of the players were just like, well, not the players, but he always wanted to see like from get go, how does he hold aggro? Yeah. Yeah. And as soon as they saw no aggro, they're like, oh, well, this is bad. Take bad now. Right, right. And I think if they had prefaced just saying, like, you're going to kind of see what it'll be like as you're leveling a tank up where you're yeah. not as equipped and how that kind of changes over time when you get more equipped, then, then I think it, I think at least to some degree it would have had a bit of a different impact, but there was a lot to critique there. I'm sure we could have gone on about. Um, I, I liked it, though. The grapple ability isn't a big a big change, right? We knew that. Um the inciting strike was kind of good to see. And people were like, this was one of those things that I saw people critiquing and complaining. It's like, what the hell have you done to combat? Why is he charging forward whenever he's doing his attacks? Didn't you change that and fix that? Dur -dur -dur. Well, maybe you need to read, homie, right? Inciting strike slashes twice in a forward cone while adding additional threat. There were certain abilities he was using that actually were moving him forward because that's how the ability worked. And I thought that was like actually important, just like there were like certain grapple abilities that worked a certain way. I just think that like when you're like looking at this stuff, it's like you need to actually read over this too and like see how some of these function. What's that? My charge ability charged me forward. I don't like this. What are you doing? What are you talking yeah. about? It's like some of these abilities function a certain way. So, mm -hmm. um, but anyway, th there was a lot about the tank that overall we could critique, but I was just happier with the skills. Because they felt way better than Alpha One, man. Alpha One felt kind of dookie, honestly. Like, I didn't like playing my tank. And sadly, I was like most dedicated to, <laughs> to like actually leveling him up all the way. And I remember, I remember grinding that out. Majisa was there. We were grinding on that so hard. And I was like, I kind of wish it was the mage instead. But, but I, but I did it. I persevered and I did it. Um, Courage as a passive mechanic currently on the tank um, is a resource specific. I, I don't know, man. Like, it's interesting to see that, like, conviction. How do you feel about there being, like, so far, we're seeing the cleric revamp, we're seeing the tank revamp, and we're seeing these sort of, like, resource specific to the class? Is that something you're you'd have a problem with if it was like every class sort of had this thing going on. Cause then we talked about charges before with paladins and world of Warcraft, like rep paladin specifically. It, do you feel like it's still kind of a fine line we're walking or too early to tell? I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm not a fan of builder spender design. Yeah. I just not. Um, I reserve the right to say, let's test this out. I mean, I could see, uh, with the tank specifically, I didn't necessarily have a problem with it as they started explaining that. And again, it was probably the second VOD that I got more clear on exactly how it should work is that you want to maybe consistently build up your courage, but you don't necessarily want to blow your wad instantly at a certain point. You, you need to be able to have it saved up for certain situations of big damage. And I actually like that versus it being like a paladin thing that you were constantly having to manage 
Mm. How many charges do I have? What's the blah, 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 blah for maximum DPS? And, and, and not to say that you shouldn't have like some complexity with your class kit, but I did like the fact that that resource wasn't like something you always had to use all the time. Other you, otherwise you lost it or you, it wasn't like you did. It just didn't make it overcomplicated in my opinion. It just, it was there to use when you needed like kind of an oh crap buff or something like that. Um, I think that was where I didn't feel like it was the design that I didn't really like in the past. Conviction, I think also that felt like it was more situational than anything to do it, but it, it was maybe more frequently situational than say Courage was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, like me personally, I don't mind if there's like, like I don't see that as like a, a stamina resource, but I just see that as a you're doing good as your role, and here's a reward for doing being good at your role, and here's like a a bonus to the damage reduction or a bonus to uh, healing or something. That's yeah. what I see it as like a bonus to as long as you can't, you, as long as it like, deteriorates over time, so you're not like you can't build up before a fight and jump into it and do the big your big uh, ultimate healing or whatever before the fight at the beginning of the fight, I feel like find that would be all right. But if mm. it degrades over time, then that would be all right. That, that's my opinion. As long as it sticks with the, the narrative of the class fantasy, and if it's like, obviously I don't want to be uh, having the courage on a cleric or the, uh, the other one on vice versa, but that, as long as it sticks with the class fantasy and helps you play the role that you're meant to be playing, I don't mind it. But once again, I agree with uh, Davis where it's all about testing. I, I might go on there and might not like it, and Davis might go on there and he might like it. Like it, it yeah. we don't know until we get into it. But at the moment, I I don't see a problem in it as long as it's not. I don't know as long as it's not uh, overtuned because sometimes it can be. But we'll have to wait and see, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Um. There was the one thing too. Wembley had actually posted this in Discord. If you go scroll up in the Ashes discussion, there was the map snapshot that he had done, and he actually showed off the points of interest in the Kayla Riverlands off of their big map. And if you go look at it, you'll see that there's like a style. It's I'm curious what y'all think about the stylized map because I was like, look at that. I was like, oh, that's actually really cool. The way it looks, it looks, you know, I mean, it looks different you know, than what we're, we're seeing there, but that's actually pretty interesting. And it does have the points of interest that John is talking about in chat too, which I didn't really notice that whenever he had posted it originally, I just noticed the, the stylized is different. I actually think that's really cool. It almost looks like it's like a painting sort of. Yeah. I was going to say like watercolor or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. Really nice. Yeah. That, was, that was really cool, dude. It's gonna be interesting to see how like the map connects overall when you go from like zone to maybe like you know and you kind of like zoom out and you get like continent and how that all would potentially look and look different based on being zoomed in and all that. Yeah, yeah that's really cool. Still, those maps look different too. Like there's meant to be like a lake on the right hand side, but it's not on the right in game one. So I'm not sure. Like maybe the uh, readjusting the like the little details of the map or exploration maybe. Oh, maybe yeah like maybe there's a difference between when you're like sort of running around and you can see what's ahead and that's where you can kind of make out versus when you actually are there and then like maybe it changes yeah that would be cool 
that'd actually be really interesting too. Cause instead of having like it being completely grayed out, you know, it, it could be like a more generalist map and then you sort of like explore things and it becomes way more detailed, you know, and some of the, the network change over time has been on the yeah, season. Stuff true. Too, so yeah. Like, so yeah. that could also be a thing, like maybe like you went to the area during summer and then you go there during winter and it's like completely, not completely, yeah. but like, it's bit, like the light might be bigger and frozen over. So the map's now different. That would be cool. That would be cool. God, there's like so much to talk about with the mitigation that he kind of went through. Um, talking about, I know we've got certain times, so we'll probably do some of the Q and A. Uh, we'll probably do the Q and A next week, and um, I'm gonna hit on some of the tank components here that were bullet pointed for us um, here. So we'll go down past the skills. We talked about courage as a passive mechanic. I personally am not a big builder spender person either and i would be i would actually be kind of disappointed if that was something that was there for every archetype it the fact that's there for the tank and the cleric is something i don't know i don't know that i really care for i'm still really torn on the discussion around active blocking they said active block is currently a direction mitigation requiring the damage to come from the front um it currently reduces the damage by 50 percent. i mean that's blocking in general right blocking is is usually like that it's the direction you're facing you, you take it you mitigate the damage it's like that's what you do when you got a shield you block it um you block the damage as opposed to dodge or parry or whatever um they talked about iterating upon the hammer that we kind of had seen um they talk about threat with the party um which wasn't really a big thing there to kind of talk about that um block wasn't a big one either there was the big tree that we saw that i wanted to point out uh, it's not tank specific but they did make a note about that tree that was in the area the tank was at when they got there um speculation on that i couldn't really pull what that how that was meaningful it had like an aura to it though i don't know yeah. what that was about i couldn't kind of get it either but i remember him um him being steven really like focusing on it especially in the second video mm. that they did and it's like i just making me wonder if, i mean i don't remember any like lore reveals related to it he just was talking about how pretty it looked <laughs> yeah Lord of the Lord. Fair enough. Uh, was, on the um, yeah. first video, they did mention that that was those trees were from the before the fall. Yeah, and that that tree is the last remaining alive tree. Magical. Yeah, it's, last, like it's a magical. Yeah, magical tree. It's the last one that was actually still active from the fall. From the fall. So what does it be, so that, mean that, to be a magical tree? Is the question, huh? Yeah, like how is it different? What does it do? How's it have a place in the world in the lore? That's gonna be good. I mean, yeah. Can you even cut it down? Is you know another question? Like, is it even something you can cut down? Is it you know interesting oh. because of that, or is it like you can't cut it down because it is magical? You're meant to be able to cut down every tree, but like that's like the holy tree. <laughs> it's like it's like the tree of Avatar. Like you can't just cut it down. <laughs> you can't See, cut the tree. You guys. No paladin speaks that way. What in no the, what is it's no, it's it's a podcast we're discussing possibilities. That doesn't mean that no, was, no, 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 no,
not for it's and even if i cut the tree down it's my character it's not me so if i'm on a rogue and i cut the tree down my rogue did it not my paladin you understand no, but you're gonna do it as you a realize you're controlling the actions of your in-game avatar so you can't def- you can't absolve yourself of responsibility is, for the bad choices that you make bro okay? why is, are you doing this listen to me? listen listen He's he's playing as a paladin and he's gonna cut down the holy tree and he's going to use it to say that he's holy, but he's truly evil from the inside. I see. Someone made a good point. The, the boss is guarding the tree. Uh, I'd appreciate no clips of this. Okay, thanks. <laughs> no clips of this. That'd be great. Thanks. Don't need this on the internet. People already make up enough bogus. <laughs> Shit, you make one mistake and people want to like extrapolate some meaning from that that isn't actually there to fit a narrative that isn't even fair or just or any of that. What I think Sim just wants to play a fallen paladin. You y'all are gonna make see this is the thing, okay? It's gonna be paradoxical a bit. Like, which came first? Like, what was the real reason? Did he go dark side when he played Ashes because his community pushed him in that way? Yes, that's you the truth. You do not have no evidence. And you go deferring uh, responsibility for your bad choices. I just, I'm not getting this. It's like, no, own it, man. I don't want to. Own it. Be a paladin because you want to be a paladin. Yeah, I do want to Don't be a, be a dark overlord because there are influences, air quotes, outside of your control. Look, if I'm role-playing bad choices in the game, some people make the bad choices in the game because that's not who they would be in real life. You understand that? This is yeah. a very fair point, okay? This is an actual point. And so sometimes, you, it's like in D&D, right? You got a prude who's a slutty orc in game, right? She's a slutty orc in game because she never would be that way in, in real life, right? And I, I've known people into D&D. Or, for example, you've got, you know, this, this paladin guy who, like, is a really chill dude, really kind of takes it easy. And then when he gets in game and he plays, like, a I don't know, death knight or whatever. He's like murder, death, kill destroys everything. Right. Goes, goes to the bar, picking up the, the orc chick. And then they, you know, they go and they destroy things in the land, but they never do that in real life, but they act completely outside of their own character in the game because that's a place for them to go do those things. Right. Are you the orc? Are you the death knight? Uh, I can't confirm or not either way. <laughs> Those were just examples. Those weren't. Ref- yeah, I'm just Either- gonna say that was a really long explanation to say no, you. Yeah. That's all. I'm saying. <laughs> Damn it! I hate you guys. I hate it. There you guys. Oh man, there's no example I can give where there's a bad choice involved where you all don't tie us to me somehow. I think you might be a good paladin in World of Warcraft at one point, but then they, you got really sold from World of Warcraft. You don't know. You weren't there. <laughs> It's not entirely possible, although never mind. I'm not going to share that. I'm going to defense defense. I don't know. No, if y'all want to hear something really horrible, stay tuned for the for the Pathfinder post show. And I'll tell you the worst thing I've ever said to somebody in a battleground in World of Warcraft before, before, (laughs) before I became a much more chill person. Right. This was still the angry post army me. Just want to put that out there. So this is several years after I got out. There's no teaser. There's no teaser. I don't even know if I should say that on Twitch. I can say it. I can say it. It's not actually a bannable thing. I'll say it. I'll say it in the post show. It's fine. Um, I really hope it doesn't get clipped, though, because I'll delete that fucker. Phase <laughs> uh, will be asleep. Uh, it won't matter. Okay, deleting cool. Deleting VODs, man. Come on. 
Hey, if I mean, are you talking about Ashes or me? <laughs> Both, apparently. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to happen, but yeah. I haven't. I don't usually delete vods. I'll delete clips sometimes if they're like you know someone clips something just to just to like make it sound like it's something it actually isn't or you know they only take the yeah they totally deleted it yeah they did they they deleted the whole vod which i've got it because you know why i won't you know why it's also good that i got that vod and downloaded it because I can go in there and I can make some really great clips of those moments when Steven ninja looted showed who the real ninja looter is, the real true ninja looter. Sim, Sim, Sim. What, Faisal? Oh boy. He is the creator of the game. He has a divine right to take whatever item he wishes. What? what? <laughs> wow, dude. No. Yes. <laughs> no. And I don't see him denying anything either. Right? That's just uh, he he's owning it. So. <laughs> yeah, he had fun with that. I was like, when did when did he not but be the party leader, right? Did that change at some point? Because it was like normal looting and then it got changed, and then one of the guys in the group was changing it. Um yeah. yeah. I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna leave some of these other bullet points for next week, but we talked about the scope creep component, right? We talked about our own constructive thoughts and criticisms. Um, we talked about how the the live stream was overall conducted. Definitely gonna piggyback off of some of the the talking points um, um, that I see in the community this week. And uh, I was actually surprised Stephen didn't even mention some more. Uh, I was ready for it, but the name never came. The willpower of the man. Look. What he wasn't thinking it. I actually was like, oh, there was that moment when I was watching too. I was like, oh, don't do it, Stephen. I, I was like, sitting there, I was like, he's not gonna do it. He he won't do it. it he's not I, even I thinking about that right now. I'm sure. Yeah, that was another criticism I had for the stream. I would agree there. What did he did? Opportunity. Because <laughs> <laughs> I literally like, hey, somebody did dilute it. I'm like, wait, what? Am I watching? Am I watching? Like. Sim play this game or oh, what? What's happening? There were some things he said, and I was like, "Oh no, is he gonna say it, dude?" Because I feel like he's leading there, and he didn't. I was like, "Oh, thank God." I was like, yeah, "That would have gone really that. bad for me if he just decided to have some fun with that." I. Uh, Every time you ignore the loot rules and you take the item instead, you just see a message, <laughs> a message of a this name is sim mode <laughs> you know what I'm yeah i know that's what i was gonna say it's like they have a special loot oh like sim mode it's i'm not that active if you're in the party i'm not that important i'm not that special i'm not that important that sort of thing will never happen i just want to make a statue of you with the loot bag it's like shirtless whatever it was you know what I can like, see him doing? He will. I could totally see him one day going, "Oh look, Sims online." You know, I'm chilling in my office. I don't have anything right now. I have to do now. I've got a minute. Let me jump on my GM character, go in Viz, and just f with him. I'm not saying <laughs> he would do that regularly. I I'm just saying I could see him one day just for fun doing that and then seeing him pop up in the chat and i'll be like oh no you know like i just can't lose something and it should have dropped and it didn't and i'm sitting there getting ready to put a ticket in and and then i see this thing in chat and i was like hey sim you don't need to put a ticket in that was me and i'll be like oh. 
And then I'll be like, can I have it? And he'll be like, no. And I'll be like, oh, what? Oh. (laughs) They will be playing the game. Whether or not they'll be using the real names or whatever, but they will be playing the game. They will be. They'll be. They'll be in the world, yeah, running around doing yeah, Maggie, things. Maggie already, Maggie already confirmed that. Yeah. So yeah. Dude, watch out. No, I don't. I don't. Just. <sighs> what are you gonna do, man? You know, people are out to the get you. It's money. not paranoia when they're really out to get you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and if the <laughs> This pod, podcast has served to to showcase any truth at all. It, there are some people that definitely would be out to get me, and some of them are right here, right now, on this podcast, in this chat, and they would have some fun with it. It's all from a place of love, my friend. Yeah, go, I do going fucking I do rogue. You're pretty clear at the moment. I'm gonna go. Uh, Except nor deny such claims. <laughs> <laughs> I can't confirm or deny any claims uh, that and it may or may not be the case. We're going to, uh, like I said, I'm going to be talking about the upcoming uh, stuff and things going on in the community for those that are interested uh, in the post show today specifically. Um, gentlemen, uh, any final thoughts? I'm, I'm going to save a lot of the Q&A stuff and any of the things that we really haven't hit on for next week. Um, and probably we'll have some discussions around community sentiment because I think over the course of this week, we're probably going to see some things, some things that are shared, um, probably have some feedback around that. Um, but yeah, we'll tank triage today, man. Got to got to take the the wounds and, and dress them up a little bit because I think I think Intrepid's it had some. But look, it, it can't rain all the time. Right. And things aren't going to be done perfect all the time either. And that goes for the developers of ashes of creation. It's just real talk. It's not an excuse. You know, they're going to miss the mark. Sometimes it, it, it is, it is the nature of things. They're only human after all. All right. So, um, and if you're, if you're going, but is Stephen a God, there is a, a religion of Stephenism ran by the cult leader Armored Cell, praising the Sandalord himself. Uh, there's the mm-hmm. the future makings of a shrine behind him. Why there's a weird image of my painted face on a guy in a in a white shirt and pants with a cigar and a drink? I don't really know what's going on there. That's not official <laughs> merch. Uh, we do have merch. Oh, it's it's official, unofficial merch. It's on the illegal sites. Official, official merch. That's great. If you, you know, Armored Cell, every time we do this and I see that little, that thing there on the desk, I'm not going to lie. There's a, there's a moment where I'm like, don't, don't look at him because it's a little strange seeing you looking back at you. Right. A, a, A strange setup of you looking back at you and you're like, I've never had a drink and a cigar in my hand with my head painted and been in a white shirt and slacks before. What's going on there? Were you here when they did that? When he did that, Basil, you were, were you gone already when he made that thing? Made what thing? I wanted to show it, it to him. You, you missed Mini out. Simi. You haven't seen Mini Simi? <laughs> God. That is the most beautiful thing I've seen in so long. I was wait. I was waiting for the word creepy to come out, but beautiful is acceptable. Beautiful he's like, acceptable. he's like, I needed this in my life. 
Send me your uh, PO box and I'll send you one. Oh no, dude. I may have a hey, box. I'll send oh, no. it to you right away. No, Jake. no, no, no. Okay, we're done. <laughs> we're done. This show's over. It's over. We're done. You have a box to Momo. I'll slip in your DM. Uh, oh no. <laughs> okay, we're we're gonna end. We're gonna end right there. We're gonna be back next week to pick up on some of the QA that uh, is there, some of the future community oriented discussions. It's been it's been a lot of fun. We are gonna definitely be picking up on things next week but um final thoughts gentlemen any final thoughts we round this one down for tonight no no i think i'm i'm good yep. all right no i'm Same. good i think Faisal needs to sleep yeah Faisal always yep. needs to sleep at the end of these shows it's late as shit when he's it's like what two in the morning almost or something for you it's it's 3 30 oh, in shit, the morning dude, bro okay i got gonna... work in four hours you are that is a dedicated pathfinder coming back you can get some hammers for Faisal. Yeah, hammers, hammers up, buddy. You're you're a trooper, dude. Um, although I diminish that slightly because you're also enjoying your your trolling of me a little too much. But friends, gentlemen, <laughs> why don't you shout out your domains going down the line? Daedalus Armored Seldon Faisal. Let people know where they can find you when you're not on this show. You can find me on Twitter at the Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Ashen Herald. There you go, Armored Cell. And you can find me on twitch.tv forward slash armored cell. Faisal, bunny. You guys can find me on Twitch as Faisal108 and on Twitter as Bagel108. Outstanding friends. And it's been always a lot of love for everybody who can make it here on the days that we do these live. Um, but we might be at the end of today's show. But, you know, in closing, got to remind you all that uh, whether you listen to the podcast, whether you watch on YouTube later, you catch us live. Um it's all the same. You are also an Ashes Pathfinder. So much love to all of you to Intrepid Studios, to my fellow co-hosts here on the show tonight and all of you here in chat. Until next week, live your best lives, walk in the light, and have a great night, everybody. We're going to see you again real soon. Bye for now. Thank you, everybody. Adios.